Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox, and myself, Brady Quinn. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. But no matter where you are, we appreciate you making us a part of your Thursday morning as we take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And as always, we do it all live Live. from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection fast Free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we do have a Hall of Fame game coming up later on. Uh, we'll be talking a little bit more about that at some point. We did some over-unders. we got Jets. we got Browns. The NFL is back. And apparently, while the NFL is just now returning expansion in college football continues to rage on it's a feeding frenzy of the pac-12 and apparently the big 10 has started to look into this a little bit as well too that according to yahoo sports that the big 10 has identified teams such as oregon washington cal and stanford as potential targets for the conference and that the big 10 released a statement saying the following quote the big 10 conference is still focused on integration of usc and ucla but it's also the commission job to keep conference chancellors and presidents informed about new developments as they occur. So we could be on the verge of the Pac-12 just man up and vanish like a fart in the wind and no more Pac-12 conference as everybody's moving around. Let's speed Um, this up. This isn't born out of the Big Ten, though. Let's just be clear about why this topic of discussion is even happening. And this uh, this has more to do with the fact that The Pac-12 schools are looking to try to find some way of staying competitive and and specifically economically, right? And so, of course, the Big Ten is willing to hear out high academic schools like, oh, Stanford, 
uh, or Cal or whoever else, but also brands like Oregon and Washington that would help make the conference more competitive. But I'll keep hearkening back to this. This is all driven off of the TV rights media deal that the Pac-12 has yet to release. But as we know now, what it most likely is looking like, it's going to be a deal maybe with Apple, who would tier this based on subscriptions. And, and, and that model, it scares every single Pac-12 school uh, enough to want them to move and, and look to go to a different conference where they know exactly what that revenue model is going to be. I mean, for schools that have been well-established for a while now, the last thing they want is some sort of radical change. And, and I know it feels like moving to the Big Ten for those West Coast schools would be a radical change. But what would ultimately be a radical change, especially coming out of a year in COVID where every single university or institution saw a hit in the revenue they were able to generate, it would be millions and millions of dollars not coming in from the TV rights media deals that they're accustomed to having. And that's essentially what's going to happen with the Pac-12 media rights. And it's why they haven't announced it, because they can't. Because they know these schools, whatever so far has been discussed and thrown out there and talked about, because I'm sure the schools, you know, the presidents, the athletic directors have said, what's the number? Like, like you can't ask us to commit to a conference if we don't know what, this, what these numbers are. And so I'm sure what they've seen has caused them or scared them enough to say, we have to have discussions with the Big 12 if you're Colorado and Arizona, which will be the next team to move. We have to have these discussions with the Big 10 if you're Cal, Stanford, Oregon, Washington, in order to find a, a safe place to go. So this is all born out of the Pac-12 media rights. We, we seem to have harped on this now for – probably a couple of weeks. You've heard Petros and, my, and myself kind of key in on it. You know, Limousine Larry is partially to blame, I guess. Um, obviously, the university presidents, which Petros really kind of laid out, they're partially to blame with the lack of uh, prioritization they gave to sports, football specifically. And, and this is what's going to happen. The Big Ten's not going to let these four schools in, at least not with a full revenue share, Okay. If these four schools enter the Big Ten, they will most likely take 50%. 50% of, of what they were, what, what every other school makes. And, and the hard thing is, is you have to ask yourself, are those four brands in Stanford, Cal, Oregon, Washington, are they important enough to Fox and CBS and NBC since that's who's going to be part of the distribution of these brands, of these games, are they important enough to move the needle? And can they get any more money out? Because, because the deal's the deal as it stands right now. Now, the Big Ten can go back to the media you know, partners and, and try to figure, how, figure out how this is going to work. But I don't know that the, the, TV, you know, the TV networks are overly ecstatic about bringing in more brands unless they feel like they can rate and allow them to drive more advertising revenue. And you have to think that schools outside, like Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, um, you know, some of the bigger schools, I don't know that they care quite as much. I think it's the smaller schools that probably would vote against it. You know, in Indiana, Rutgers, 
Illinois. Like, they might be saying to themselves, why do we want to let schools that we're going to be direct competition with are going to make it harder for us to try to have a shot of winning a Big Ten if they're not going to bring in a ton of additional revenue? And the only schools that really do that are USC and UCLA. That's why they're in the Big Ten already. So, you know, I'll be curious to see if this gets done. But as Arizona looks to lead to the Big 12 – it's just setting up the dominoes to fall. And eventually, I would think that those other four probably make sense going to the Big Ten. I think from a scheduling standpoint, and for all the sports outside of, of football, like the Olympic sports and even basketball for that matter, it probably makes it a little easier because you can start having you know, a West Coast trip for a week or two for these student-athletes where you're playing some games against some of those West Coast schools, and then you're going back. You're not just going out for a USC-UCLA matchup um, to, to help kind of offset maybe some of the budgetary concerns that some of these schools have. And I would imagine Oregon-Washington would be the two you'd want if you're the Big Ten, if you were going to accept two of the four. <clears throat> well, you're, you're, you're probably going to accept all four if you do. And, and, and reason being is, you know – University presidents still play a role in all of this. They vote on this. And they, they do look at the academic standards of a school like Stanford and Cal and the public institution that it is. And obviously, you know, they look at the excellence behind all of that. I mean, they, they care about that stuff. Like, meanwhile, like their football program is what's going to drive revenue and make a lot of students who, you know, want to be around it. Like, I, I kind of... <laughs> I kind of compare it to like Silicon Valley, right? Like when Golden State started to get good, like Silicon Valley obviously has, has kind of been what it's been for a while now. But look at how many like look how many fans there are of the Golden State Warriors, especially with the run of success they had with Steph and you know Steve Kerr and that whole crew, Draymond and Clay, Kevin Durant when he was there. Like it became like a thing for Silicon Valley, right? Like it, it was easier to probably recruit people in general because the benefits and the companies they're working for, but it helps when you've got bomb teams that are out there, the 49ers and the success they'll have or the Giants or whoever else. It always helps to have that as part of your work environment. Like everyone loves to root for a winner. Everyone loves to root for a, for a team and have success and see success. And so all those things start to parlay into one another. I, I think like Nick Saban and Alabama have done that better than anyone else. Go look at the, the increased rate of applicants and, and the standard of applicants since he's gotten there. They've had success. It's a cool place to it's, be. It's, it's a cool place to be. People love going there because of the success they have. It's impacted the local economy. Uh, Athens, Georgia is obviously going to be the same way too. Like, like That's how it works. People love being around success, whether you are a part of it as an athlete or not. And so that's what I always I always feel like university presidents – probably don't really get the most and, and and some do but most of them don't understand the impact of sports and how that parlays into academia and how it helps and, and it's the high tide that really does raise all boats i mean majority of the hundred thousand people that show up to these games like those are students of the university i mean there's fans that'll appear but those are students of the university and just the atmosphere well, the presentation I don't know that it's the majority that, yeah that's not true i mean yeah, I think about notre dame the for example the, the stadium sits sections. like the stadium sits like 80,000 right the student body of undergrads only 8,000 so you only have one tenth of that stadium is filled up with students yeah. it's it's usually alumni it's it's business it's corporate partners it's fans like I would say that's probably more of the norm. I mean, student sections are big, but 
now when you talk about 100,000 people, you know, you don't you don't have that many going to school at that time. Even Ohio State, for example, it's a big school, but it, yeah. You're not you're not selling tickets like that to students. You're admitting students. So you got you know, you have a student section. You have student section, you have visiting section, and the rest of it is paid customers. Well, you have the recruiting section as well. And then the rest of it is paid customers. But just a real quick point for me on in terms of the, the, the deals and, and how things are unfolding with, with the Pac twelve. As a parent who has a, a a son who's being recruited by multiple you know, well pretty much all of the schools in the pack. I think it has a, a a profound impact on recruitment too. You know, not just students wanting to go, not enro- not just enrollment, but just from the recruiting aspect of it. It's very it's very un unnerving. It's 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 kind of concerning if you know, as a parent, I don't I don't want to send my son into a scenario if Again, the educational part is the educational part, but in terms of the play and whatever team he may may or may not choose to go go play for, what's your future? I think that that's the biggest thing that's that has developed with the pack is what's their future. So if I'm recruiting for Arizona, if you're planning on leaving, I don't know what your future is. I'm I'm not sure. If it's if it's Utah, if it's Washington, if it's Oregon, what's the future? What what like where are you going to be? You know, because contrary to what people may or may not believe, I don't think anybody is sending their kids and or kids are going with the intentions of planning on transferring. You know, it, it's become a trend and it's become a thing. But I think you got to look at it from the standpoint of if somebody goes to a smaller school and they feel like they have the opportunity to play at a bigger school, they're going to use a smaller school to do that, to prove that at the next level. Or you may go to a bigger school and you may not be as good as you thought you were and you're going to go to a smaller school and go from there. But to me, I think that that's a it's a concern and it's a question and I'm certain it's probably impacting recruiting for, for all these schools. No doubt. Outside outside of UCLA and USC, because you know where they're going, you know, the future of what they have in front of them. Yeah. And obviously you're, you're in recruiting for people out there who don't know, you know, you've got a class that's coming up in 2024 and, and it's probably hard because a lot of these kids commit and they look to sign an early period here in December and, and, and enroll halfway through. Like, there's there's that portion of things. Then there's a group who's going to sign and make their decision in, in February like it always used to be. And so it's it's hard if, if you don't have that sort of information uh, as a parent, as a student athlete, to then want to select Oregon-Washington. I mean, if you're Oregon, I mean, and they've done an incredible job with NIL and being able to get players in that way. But, you know, they might have to tap into transfer portals a little bit more once things are, are decided or they have, might have to wait with some of their recruits. So it, it, it's a good point. It plays a role. What bothers me is Utah has won the Pac-12 the last two years. They have their starting quarterback coming back, Cam Rising, who got injured, obviously, in the Rose Bowl versus, versus Penn State. They've got a lot of talent coming back. They, they, I mean, they're not discussed enough, in my opinion, as far as one of the top teams in the Pac-12, at least this year, for these standards, Kyle, Kyle Winningham's one of the best, you know, coaches in college football, and yet they're like a school like that's getting left by the wayside. Oregon State's gotten 
much more competitive, much better under Jonathan Smith as their head coach. You don't hear any conversations about them. Like, those are the schools and the players and coaches that, like, I get concerned for because, they, like, if you're the – I mean, if you're the Pac-12 or if you're any of these other conferences, you know, Utah's done a hell of a job. They haven't had a losing season in the last decade, Utah. I mean, think about that. So I, I just – that's what bothers me about all this. I, you know, as far as the, the you know, expansion, if you want to say, of, of various conferences or the, the realignment – it doesn't bother me because that's just poor leadership. And people make poor decisions and people make bad decisions. And as we talked about, you know, if, if companies don't adapt in today's world or our digital world, they usually end up dying. Like they don't survive. And in essence, the Pac-12 never adapted. They sat on their hands. They thought 2023 was going to be the year for their media rights deal and to figure it out. And they got left behind. And if I'm one of those schools, as much as you'd want to show loyalty to the Pac-12 – there might not be anything there for you. And so I'm sure there are, like Utah and Oregon State have to be on the phone with the Big 12 and Brett Yormark. Because I'm not sure that, you know, if they're not a part of the conversations now with the Big 10, they're not going to be. And so you, you better be finding another place for, for your teams to go. Otherwise, the only place you may even can go to is the Mountain West. And that's going to feel like you're dropping down out of one of those Power yeah. 5 conferences as we move more to – a power four. Well, none of it's as good as Tire Rack, I'll tell you that. And the summer of Tire Rack sweepstakes rolls on. One winner has already been selected to win a set of four brand new tires, and now two more winners will have the opportunity to win a set of four tires plus installation, taxes, and fees valued at up to $1,500. Enter daily, which gets you a new entry into the contest every single day at foxsportsradio.com to boost your chances to win. Two more winners will take home a set of four new tires between now and August 27th. To enter and get rules, visit foxsportsradio.com. Sponsored by Tire Rack com the way tire buying should be so coming up next here on two pros and a cup of joe there could be a sleeping giant in the nfl for rookie of the year we'll tell you who that is next be sure to catch live editions of two pros and a cup of joe with brady quinn lavar errington and jonas knox weekdays at 6 a.m eastern 3 a.m pacific on fox sports radio and the iheart radio app Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events... You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up 20 minutes from now, we are going to have another edition of You In or You Out as we close up shop here on a Thursday morning. But right now, we turn it over to Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. He is in the midst of his training camp tour. AB, what's happening? How are you? What's up, guys? Just hanging out. You finished up your tour, didn't you, A.B.? No, no, no. I've got uh, – well, my the first swing goes through Tuesday. Usually I, I, I start when camp's open, and then it, like, cuts off right before the first full weekend of preseason games. So yeah. um, I'll, I'll have seen about half the league um, by the time I get home next week. Where, so, where are you at now? The Liberty. You turned the Liberty. Oh, oh I love the Pacific Northwest this time of year, man. It's nice out there. Oh, it's beautiful. I, I feel like it's almost like a secret. Like, people don't know. Um, yeah. But, like, everything here, it's a weird thing, like, where it rains for, like, whatever, nine months out of the year. And I feel like when you're up here in the summer, everything looks fluorescent. You know what it's I mean? Amazing. Like, the whole area is, like, glowing. It's incredible. And then they roll it up and smoke it. Oh, shit. That's right. Wow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> now, uh, Albert, I got to ask you because <laughs> there are some reports that you could be an alum of Ohio State. So I'm just curious if there's a little bit more excitement for you to see if all that you've heard about and all that we've heard about Jackson Smith and Jigba so far in camp is true there with the Seattle Seahawks because apparently he has lit it up so far there. I mean, he's a really good player. I think we knew that. Like, I, I think the only question with him was whether or not, um, you know, that the hamstring thing was going to linger because it was such a freak thing last year. And, you know, talking to people over there, it was just they just couldn't get on top of it over the course of the year. And obviously he misses almost the entire season last year. But, um, you know, he was, you know, as, as good as Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave in 2021 as a true sophomore. And um, those two guys both had 1,000-yard seasons as rookies, you know. So, um, is he the same type as a receiver as those two? No. And I think, you know, part of the reason why maybe he doesn't go as high in the draft as the other two is he's a little bit more of a pure slot. But I don't think anybody who, you know, watched him or evaluated him had any doubt like he was 
he was going to be capable of assimilating the NFL pretty quickly. And, um, you know, I think you're going to find that, that, you know, like, again, he may not be, um, you know, like the big play threat that Chris Olave or, or Garrett Wilson were coming out, but it's going to be a hyper-productive slot receiver, I think. No doubt. And his situation he enters into is one in which he doesn't have to do it all. I mean, you've got Lockett, you've got Metcalf, and, and you've got a team that's going to run the football too. So it's like he can kind of find his role in it, but I think he's going to have a huge year. But that's also assuming Gino is able to replicate what he did last year. How does he look? I mean, it's a huge year for him professionally, personally, to really solidify himself there as the guy, right? Yeah, and, you know, there are two things like about it, about about Geno Brady that really stuck out to me. Um, you know, over the course of the off season, I mean, number one, like he believed that this is who he was. You know, the last five years, like he thought, like it was just a matter of him getting a chance, and um, like that. You know, things had gotten so sideways with the Jets, and the circumstance was so weird and different of him. You know, winding up out there and. Um, you know, he just needed a chance to develop. And when that happened, he was, he was going to be a really good player. And we saw that last year, obviously. Um, and then the second piece of it is, you know, just the level of commitment, um, which, you know, I thought this was a really interesting story. He, um, so like last year after they got eliminated by San Francisco in the playoffs, um, you know, everybody goes back and um, has their exit meetings and everything else. Usually guys scatter across the country. Well, Gino stayed in Seattle for an extra three weeks because he wanted to sort of have the experience of working through when the Super Bowl is. And he wanted to go back and look at, you know, what went wrong, what went right over the course of the year. He wanted to get some strength and conditioning work in, um, you know, with the, with, with the strength coaches there, with the team. Um, and you know, he wanted to do all this stuff before he went back to South Florida to do, you know, his offseason quarterback training. You know, and then, you know, a little later in the offseason, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of quarterbacks will do, like, these big quarterback camps, right? Like, Mahomes does one in Dallas, and, um, you know, Josh Allen did one in, in, in California, I believe, right? Like, so that's pretty common. Well, Gino did his a little bit differently, where he went and visited each of his receivers individually and got one-on-one work with them, with the idea being that he wanted to build chemistry with them individually and wanted to kind of know what they liked and what they didn't like about the 2022 season. So I think, you know, a lot of people get stuck on what Gino was with the Jets. And I'm not saying he's suddenly going to become Mahomes or Allen or Burrow. But, you know, I think you see a very mature player, a guy who's driven, and a guy who seems to be doing a lot of the right things to follow up with what was obviously a really good season in 2022. Have you have you heard anything about? I mean, I'm I'm certain Deshaun won't play much, but will he play any tonight? And if, it, if what are they hoping to see tonight? Like, what what are the storylines that maybe fans should be paying attention to? Yeah, so I, I don't think you'll see Deshaun. Um, you know, and, and for most teams that play in this game, it's an extra preseason game, so it's sort of used as an evaluation tool for the guys further down on your roster, um, you know, and you, um, and especially for teams that have like, you know, joint practices. And I believe both the Jets and, and Browns have sets of joint practices coming up. I think the Jets are practicing with the, I can't remember who the Jets are practicing with, but the, I know the, the Browns are practicing with the Eagles, I believe next week. Um, so I, I don't think you'll see many stars. I, to me, like the most interesting storyline might be Zach Wilson tonight, you know, because, 
Um, I think, you know, the ability to, 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 to learn behind Aaron Rodgers through the spring and into the early parts of camp and, you know, maybe get a year or two to sit and reset um, could be really good for him. You know, so, you know, everything you heard out of the Jets building, you know, going all the way back to February when they started considering trading for Rodgers and then making the run at Rodgers, everything you heard about, about Zach Wilson was, you know, he's really excited about the idea of working with Aaron Rodgers, and he's been humbled a little bit. He's he's really trying to kind of evaluate what what went wrong over the first two years of his career. And so, to me, like that, probably is the most interesting storyline going into tonight is is what Zach Wilson looks like as a former second overall pick. Mm. Albert Breer joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, you just left Atlanta, and now you're in Seattle, obviously, to see the Seahawks. But we were talking earlier about Arthur Blank publicly backing Desmond Ritter as his quarterback of the future, Desmond Ritter responding. It feels like they've got a bunch of talent there on offense. He's a real question mark. What was your takeaway from seeing them? Well, I mean, first on the Ritter thing, I, I just think – so I think Arthur Smith and, and Terry Fontenot have sort of made a conscious decision that unless they're completely sold that a guy can be the guy that gets them into that, like, exclusive club, like the Cincinnati and Buffalo and, and Kansas City are in, like that level of quarterback, they're not going to go all out. Like, they're not going to sell out to go get Derek Carr, you know. So um, I think they feel better – at least treading water with a guy who they like, who's younger, who's cheaper, who has some upside. Um, so I don't know if they're convinced that he's going to be the quarterback for the next 10 years, but they like him as a player. And, you know, like this, this gives them a chance to build the roster in other places. Um, I think what's fascinating about the, um, about the Falcons is if you, if you look at the way they're built, you know, they, they have a bunch of guys who can play a bunch of different positions on offense, and when they break the huddle, you don't know where the five-skill guys are going. And, and I know, you know, Arthur Smith was a big fan of, and this is going to sound weird, um, a big fan of the way that the, the Warriors were built, you know, um, you know, 2014 and 2015, this whole idea of positionless basketball and how hard they were to play against for opponents. And that's how they've sort of built the, the Falcons' offense. You know, with Dijon, who you can move him around, Kyle Pitts, you can move him around, Drake London, you can move him around. Even like a quarter L. Patterson is, is a veteran. You can play him in multiple different spots. Um, I, you know, I, I really like the way that they're building competition on the roster and the way they're building versatility onto that roster. And so, you know, again, like, you know, I know a lot of it's going to come down to the quarterback and how far can Desmond Ritter take them and everything else. But, um, because, you know, they've sort of, you know, hit the pause button on quarterback and said, you know, we're going to wait for the right opportunity to get it right at quarterback. Um, it's sort of freed them up to build in a really, really interesting way. Albert, I want to ask you about some of your other stops. I believe you're at the Bengals camp as well. You weren't there when, when Joey B went down, were you? No, I was there a couple of days after. Okay, and and what's their sentiment and feeling on the injury? And then the other team I'm really interested in is is the Titans. I believe you were there as well, which they get D-Hop. Tannehill's played really well during the course of the preseason, but it, it seems like with the Will Levis draft pick and Malik Willis the year before, like they're trying to kind of push him out, right? Sure. So, um, yeah, and the Bengals, I'd say, you know, I think that that um, – and this is based on, like, timelines of other players. Um, but, you know, like I, I know other players have had similar injuries to the calf strain that, that Joe – suffered it's like a four six week injury and um 
you know, but I didn't sense much concern that he's going to be out for the opener. I don't think you'll see him for a couple more weeks, but um, I, I, my, my sense was coming out of there, he's a fast healer. Now, this is a little different. You know, one thing that was kind of explained to me is, you know, obviously it's much different than the appendicitis last year, and it's even different than the ACL. You know, it's just he hasn't gone through this type of injury, but he's typically a fast healer. Um, as for the Titans, yeah, I mean, I, it, it's an interesting spot they're in because, you know, they, they felt like going in with a new general manager, Rand Carson, that they had to um, reset the cap a little. And there was some age in their roster, and they changed a bunch of things. Um, and I, I think the one thing that they are leaning on to carry them through, and you can see it the way they practice Brady. I mean, I, you know, like it's it, – it, I mean, it's not what practice was. It's not what football practice was in the NFL 15 years ago, but it's probably the closest thing. Um, you know, the identity is still there. And, I, you know, I, I, I talked to, to Ryan a little bit, um, you know, at the end of their practice, and he's super motivated. I mean, he's going into a contract year. He knows the score. You know, he knows they've drafted two guys in the top 100 picks the last uh, two years um, into his room. And, um, you know, I think he's, he's, he's primed for a really good year. And he's really, you know, what's interesting is, and I don't think a lot of people have sort of realized this, but they're changing sort of schematically what they're doing offensively a little bit too and going to more of like from what had been like a, a Shanahan style of offense to a little bit more of like the Bill O'Brien Patriot type of offense with Tim Kelly being the offensive coordinator. And Tannehill feels like that's going to bring out the best in him because it's going to give him a little bit more control, you know, of what happens at the line. So, um, you know, I, I know you're going to see a, a motivated Ryan well, Tannehill. And I think, I, think and, I think he's going to be their, their quarterback this year. I don't think Levister Willis will overtake him. And, and that'll give him a leg up, too, on the younger quarterbacks who are getting into the NFL, trying to learn a system that, that aren't going to be as comfortable with what they're seeing out there as, as Tannehill will be with all his experience. So it plays an advantage, too, with, with the next guy maybe nipping on his heels or, or, or not in this case. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, like certainly, you know, and I'm afraid you played in that offense, you know. Um, and Tim Kelly, their Love offense it. coordinator, like worked under Bill O'Brien a bunch, which is where he learned it. But it, yeah. it's absolutely more mentally demanding on the um, on the quarterback than, right. than the Shanahan offense is. Yeah, I, I love that offense. Hey, Albert, can we follow up real quick? I know we're up against it. Just your thoughts on the Big Ten, everything that's happening right now. I know you've tweeted a little bit about it, so I'm curious to mm-hmm. get your thoughts on what you're seeing in college football. Doesn't it feel like um, doesn't it feel like the Big Ten's just eating the Pac-12, and now we're going to have like the Ro- the Big Ten championship games going to be like the Rose Bowl? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like literally eating the pack. I, I kind of yeah. felt like the Pac-12 was more like starving itself, and the Big Ten was like, "Hey, here's some food," and then everyone came yeah. running. You know, I kind of feel like I'm, that's a little more of the way I'd describe it. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's natural evolution and everything else, but it's just it's. Look, I don't know, like, I really, at the end of all of this, like, I don't know who really wins. You know what I mean? Like, obviously the television networks and there are a lot of people who can get rich off of this, but I, I'm just not sure, like, are the schools winners? Are the players winners? Are the fans winners? Like, is this better than what we've had? And maybe I'm stuck in traditional. You sound much, scared. But- Sounds like you're huh? scared to get like Oregon oh. in there and Washington. Are you, are you scared oh, of going no. on the are you road? Who would, who would I be? Are, 
Who would, who, you, would I, who in the world would I be scared of? I'm just I'm asking. Like you sound like you're like oh, I don't know. I'm a traditionalist. I don't wow. really want that long. I am. Flight. A, I am a little. Are you for it? Time you zone like it? changes. I just I don't. It know. It is a long ass flight. To it's go a long coach. flight out. I, I, I will concerned? say. I will say. I will say. I feel bad for like the field hockey players. Like yeah. we're going to be like schlepping through O'Hare on a Tuesday in October. I mean, I mean, aren't they already doing that anyway at O'Hare? Like, <laughs> wouldn't you think that it's 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 going to be like when they're connecting in other odd airports, trying to like make it to the West Coast? I mean, I just can't imagine. I don't. You see, I don't even know the answer to this, Brady. You would know the answer to this, Matt Lavar. You too. Like, do like what the non-revenue sports? Do they charge? What do you mean? No. In most cases, they'll fly commercial. Right. So, like, or take a bus. I mean, or a train. I mean, or a car. I mean, like, how does? All right. So, Arizona goes to Big Twelve. Like, how how do you get from Tucson to Morgantown? Well, you might be able to fly direct to Pitt if you can't. You're going to connect once there and drive from Pitt. Right. So you'd fly like Tucson to like DFW, DFW to Pittsburgh, and then and like then driving out, get in that bus, bus for an hour. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Albert. <laughs> yeah. Albert, welcome to my weekly travel for Big Noon Kickoff, pal. That's yeah, usually how it works. It's, it's it's two flights and a drive mostly. Yeah, but you don't have like psychology one on one at seven a.m. the next morning, right? Well, no, I've actually had an MBA I've been working on, so it, it, I would like That's to think true. it's yeah, more yeah. Got, I, so. Yeah. Take that. I, I, hey, how about them apples, that. huh? Huh? How about I them stepped, apples, I stepped, Albert? I stepped right into that one. Yeah, yeah right. you did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Albert, we appreciate it. Uh, get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer, Senior NFL Reporter at the MMQB. Enjoy your time there in Seattle. Uh, scout out the place, because maybe Ohio State will have to be playing Washington in a couple of years out there. That's so. right. That's right. That's right, guys. I'm coming to you live from Big Ten country. Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> you never thought the deer would be Big Ten country, huh? There it go, is. Go catch a salmon. Go catch a big fish or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, all right, good talking to you. There it is, Albert Breer on a nice, clean phone line uh, out in Seattle there How in about Big Ten that? Country. They got uh, good, good phone service there. <laughs> Big Ten Country. We are brought to you by Discover. At the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned doubled. Seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. So coming up, we are going to put a bow on this bad boy. It's another edition of You In You Out, and it's yours right here, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast, Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. If you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at foxsportsradio.com. It'll be posted up shortly after we go off the air. We're going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific for a football Friday here on Fox Sports Radio. But before we close up shop here today with another edition of You In and You Out, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. This is really big news. Two pros in a cup of Joe want you to know if they're in. Yeah, please. Or if they're out. All right, lead the lap. What do we got? Guys, it's August 3rd, so that means a very happy birthday to the likes of Martha Stewart, James Hetfield from Metallica, Tony Bennett, RIP, Tom Brady, the GOAT, and Zach Wilson, who starts tonight. Happy birthday. All right. Happy birthday to all those people right, out happy there. Happy birthday. So Tom Brady turns, what, 46? That is, is correct. Is he, and we, we think he's done, right? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He just announced he's also part owner of an English soccer team. 50. Personally. Yeah. Which which soccer team is he a part of? Uh, I don't know. Who cares? Yeah. I mean, I kind of do. Birmingham City. Huh. Is that it? Or are you yeah. just saying that? Yeah, that's what Chris Perfett told me. Birmingham this. City. Yeah. That oh, is correct. I'm, again, I'm a USFL guy, so I think Birmingham Stallions. But again, some people are different. Some people like soccer. Some people like football. I'm a football guy. 
Well, that but, is football. Yeah, it's not not really. Like literally, you use your foot to hit a ball. Okay. Well, just saying. I mean, I guess we could call you know, hockey. They kick the puck sometimes. You know, like so. What are we gonna call that? Puck ball as well too. Foot foot puck. You know what I mean? Like you can use your feet for a lot of things. What else you got, Lee? Guy. <laughs> well, well, it's so what uh, else you got, Lee? Yeah, that's not a, that's not like an in or out, dude. That's just like a birthday thing, right? Yeah, yeah but I always like to like, give like, a little. What, happy what are we birthday doing? Though, I'm in their birthdays. I'm into their birthdays. I'm in okay. on their birthdays. There you go. Right, there you go. Some, right. you know, we always talk about these national days, and some of them are pretty lame, but some of them speak. You know, right to the heart of some of us. And that would be the National IPA Day. It's National IPA Day. Congrats, Brady. Brady, I know this is I, the one you're in on, so I, I hate IPAs. <laughs> why, why do you okay, why do you hate IPAs? What is it about? I just I'm not as big of a fan of the flavor. One of the last times I got served, some would say overserved. I mean, it was a long day of drinking, but it did not end well. I'll put it that way. Huh. I was uh I was throwing up, and I was shirtless. This is years ago before <laughs> I had kids, but I literally was just—it was just a bad scenario, and Did it was all polished off. What's that? Did you still have the bangs? The bangs? Didn't you have bangs like when you were like ripped up and yoked up? <laughs> First off, like the no. like the Beatles bangs. I hit the button, Chris. I mean, that's just that's <laughs> just unbelievable. Ah, ah, just because I'm white, I have bangs. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think he would know. First off, oh it was gosh. more of a flow bucket. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what it bucket. is. All right, okay, my bad. Cultural differences there, huh? <laughs> did you use um, a flow B? Yeah, I mean, no, I did not use a flow B. Oh, okay. Right. Right. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I had a, I polished off the night with a number of IPAs from a good friend, Sean Thornton, former NHL player, now doing a great job in the front office with the uh, Florida Panthers. And uh, it did not end well that night for me. I'm in, I was hosing Lee. down myself in the car at that point. <laughs> yep. yeah. I'm in, yeah. Lee. That's, that's my I had IPA to break story. up with beer, so I'm out. I will. Uh, I'll bears be- or beer? Beer. And <laughs> that's, beers. That's how I know you're from Pittsburgh. Beer. I say bears. Yeah, bears. bears. I'll enjoy an IPA with you guys as well as maybe some bar nuts because it's National Grab Some Nuts Day. Are you just did? All the way out on that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just that's, did, Lee. That's horrible. <laughs> you guys that in or out on bar nuts? Out. Uh, they're, they're dirty, dirty. disgusting. If yeah. you think about it. I mean, if, it, if it's a fresh batch, but when they just keep reusing, come on, Jonas. The same old. You, I mean, yeah. soft boy hands, lotion boy hands. I mean, you ain't touching no bar nuts. Chris, we're gonna take that here. I get attacked like Racist. that. I mean, lotion boy hands. Racist. Soft ass. Baby butt hands. Racist. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.